Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, welcome back to Hello. part two of Private Parts podcast. Uh, we are without Mr. Lang today. Uh, he is still... On holiday, suddenly in Flagrante in Southern Africa. Yeah. Is he doing anything dangerous out there, or is he just on holiday? Well, I mean, I think whatever Jamie attempts is going to be dangerous. <laughs> hazardous to his health, probably. All the people around him. Is he on a safari or something? Or is he no, no, he's gone there, I, I think. He's looking... Uh, he's, he's gone there because he likes the women there, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. He's quite into... Um, yeah. His long hair. And quite looking for a wife. Oh, is he? Yeah. Out there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why there? Is it a good place for women, is it? He's just, he's just a sex tourist, I think. So he's just... <laughs> <laughs> so he's Legend. just... Yeah. Um, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't know if he's a sex tourist, uh, as far as I'm aware. Not so wild accusation. He's not here to defend himself, is he? It's just a wild guess. But, um, but uh, I don't exactly know why he's out there, do you know? I think just on holiday. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> it's probably a nice, an innocent holiday. Yeah, just as yeah, a nice, innocent sex tourist holiday. <laughs> um, well, anyway. we, are, we are back, and obviously joining us is Ben Ray Bukazin and Rory Guinness, two of my very good friends who have uh, been recounting some of their stories from... Brazil, and uh, also we've been talking about horse cloning. Yeah. Actually, they do a lot of cloning. They clone more horses in polo, actually, because it's less... Obviously, in you racing, know, it's more you're restricted. Not allowed, in, you're not allowed to in racing. Yeah, that's illegal. the thing, but in, in, polo, in polo, you can. The reason Gambling. that that is the case is because um, it's uh, like they've got more money in polo, yeah. and also because it's polo often uses female horses, I think, so... Well, also, yeah, I mean, for example, uh, uh, playing Facundo lot. Perez's, all his entire line, line of polo ponies are pretty much like half of them are cloned from like one or two horses. Rory, can you tell that story when Francis did a jump on your horse? Oh, uh, yeah. Can you tell the story I about that? still my neck still Rory, hurts. Rory, tell the story, Rory, because you're already good at telling that story. Well, I can't, there's not really a, a much to say. About but how he was I pretty took, brave um, and everything. I took Francis uh, riding once and... Um, in this was in the country and <laughs> we'd uh, I'd, I went on ahead and I put him on quite a sort of flighty little thoroughbred and um, <laughs> um, Alcibiades <laughs> um, and I was just kind of we were going galloping down these sort of uh, fields and up and down and then I suddenly, you know, felt this horse coming up next to me and I was like, God, Francis is really trying to, you know, put on a show here and I like looked round and <laughs> And he was the horse was riderless. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? We'd gone over this jump, and then <laughs> as soon as we the, the jump, uh, what, what was the name of the jump? Uh, jump. It was like a pheasant <laughs> feeder. I didn't yeah. know what it was. And and, and as soon as we um, basically my my stirrup, my left stirrup, my foot came out of my left stirrup as we were going up to the jump. And so as we came out, then I just went straight over over to my. Um, Offside, and then basically flew into this big flint field on right onto my neck. Uh, and then actually, <clears throat> actually, my neck has kind of still been 
It really is. Because it's how long ago is this? Yeah. It's a permanent injury. But so a, while uh, a while ago, years ago. Years ago. I, I had a similar experience. I was in my cousin Lavinia on St Andrews Beach, and she came. Apparently, I didn't know this, but she came <coughs> the most dangerous horse she has. Apparently, really bad, like notoriously badly behaved, like the worst horse. She put me on anyway. She, I, was, I thought I'm on a beach. What could go wrong? There's no way. At the end of the beach, it finishes. So you know, I'm going to be fine. I had this huge like raincoat on, like a highwayman, like those long, long green ones. Yeah, like ones. a stockman's coat. Yeah, I had yeah. one of those like old-fashioned highwayman, sort of green, like waterproof sort of. Anyway, the horse started galloping and galloping and galloping, and it was really amazing feeling because it was raining and windy, and I was galloping. I was, and even heard this little girl go, "Look, mummy!" But actually, was completely out of control. But I was, <laughs> and, and, and I was galloping like a maniac, and my whole thing came up like sort of. I felt like it was Superman. It came out like a cape. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got near the end. Okay, it was the headless horseman. I thought, great, it's gonna it's gonna slow down now. You know, cause right. it's coming to the end of it. But no, it just kept on going. And I thought, shit. And I was trying to pull it, pull it, pull it. <laughs> and it sort of galloped into the sea as the waves were crashing against the rock. Right. And it literally just turned last minute when he got to the rock. And the stirrup broke off. Lavinia, my cousin, hadn't put the stirrup <coughs> on properly. Right. So that broke off. She really off. fucked you many yeah. ways. <laughs> and so I flew off the horse and hit. Missed, missed my head by I don't know, a foot, whacked on a rock, and these like Americans were walking down the beach and they started laughing at me. They <laughs> go, hey, look at that guy, he really fell off. <laughs> and anyway, Lavinia came out and defended me, turned and said, Would you like to have a go? So the Americans, they all like to put their head down on the ground and walked off quickly. And because if you're quite involved with riding, like um, falling off is. Unfortunately, just an occupational hazard. What do you do when you fall off a horse? I don't know. I'm not a gymnast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but the, the, the actually, funnily enough, the expression if you fall off a horse to get it's to get back on. It's not because of the fact that you know. Oh, then you'll be scared forever. It's actually because say so the horse doesn't know that it can throw you off. Because yeah. back in the day. It wasn't really an option. You had to ride. Yeah, Whereas, exactly. You know, so it wasn't like, oh, well, no shit, I'm, I'm scared now. Yeah. I'm not going to ever ride again. Because you just want to be a rambler. But because it. of the modern day kind of chicken whole, me- mentality, yeah. you know, it's now it's like, oh, if you don't get back on. But isn't yeah. it true that in London, all the horses treated for a many times. Then the horses have a short life expectancy in London. Yeah, yeah. Before we had cars, apparently all the horses were really badly treated. But I always think that it would be quite nice yeah. if... Uh, if, if you know, and also probably better for air pollution in in, in London if we just got rid of all the cars and, and put horse carriages and just put horses. horses. But apparently, because it would be so lovely, the horses down. get treated if badly you, though. No, you, no, if they you don't. Look back <coughs> to the day no, they wouldn't when do. there was all just horses everywhere, yeah. and you know, they, every single thing was they took carriages. Uh, they they would apparently there was sort of seven foot deep of just dung on the roads. Imagine just galloping along Park Lane. How lovely would that be? Yeah, and the the average. Yeah, but the amount of shit, like clearly everywhere, would be horrendous. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I don't mind the smell of, of horse shit. I, yeah. I quite, I find it quite know. pleasant actually. Yeah, it apparently was so disgusting that you know men used to chivalrously uh, put their jackets on oh, yeah. the ground. Well, that famous, so that famous, um, uh, was that Queen Elizabeth? Um, she was coming out of her, her oh, carriage. Shakespeare put it. No, no, it wasn't. It was uh, I can't remember his damn name, but he put his velvet cloak out and you put it on, on the over a puddle and then she walked around and she just get off the uh, <laughs> um, oh Sir Walter Raleigh oh, yeah, Sir that's Walter right, Raleigh yeah. did he put he laid out his cloak velvet cloak and she she should get off and not step in the mud from all the have you been watching the um, there was this really interesting thing about the spy network on TV about um, Cecil Robert Cecil and um, oh, Cecil, Cecil. Rhodes oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
about how the, they the you know, he was so ruthless, Cecil. I mean, I don't know if, like how the Cecils have always clung to, mm. to power since then, but Robert Cecil was so ruthless that he, I think, yeah, through the gunpowder plot or something, he managed to Im- implicate Sir Walter Raleigh, you know, this famous mm. sort of explorer, poet, you know, um, amazing man. Because of the fact that he had somewhat of the Queen's favour, he he was so ruthless. But and the, the Cecils since then have clung on to power so much that um, there's the expression "Bob's your uncle." Oh, yeah. because, <laughs> do you know that one? Because of the fact that there were so many people in Parliament um, that uh, were in the in the cabinet that were. Uh, young and and they said, oh, what's what are you doing here? And it was, uh, oh yeah, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, because uh, Robert Salisbury was uh, yeah. the, was their uncle. Yeah. This is also an educational uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, as well. it's more educational than normal. <laughs> I'll be honest. No, no, the, 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 the standard is uh, the intellectual standard is generally pretty low with Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I did a spelling test about a week ago and it was and not. Good. Do you know I listened to that? I listened to that. I listened to that. It was a, it was a funny podcast with. Yeah. I was I was in Rome at the time, but but they were doing this spelling test. Spe- the misspelling the the simplest do words. Like really simple words. Really Simple. I mean, but I don't know if, they, and I don't think they were doing it on purpose. They I think, I think right. we're not doing it. On I think purpose. they genuinely. Well, actually, we shouldn't be too. Ben's. Um, France has <laughs> moved to the countryside. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they're aware of that. I've been yeah, uh, yeah. well living in Cambridge. He's, he's but I'm actually, country, I'm boy. actually, I'm actually now. Um, I just got a, a, a cottage in Wiltshire. Please, where, well, wherever I won't say, but where Francis is moving is actually the um, the the world capital of crop circles. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you believe in crop circles, Rory? Well, it's hard not to believe in them. They are. No, I mean, it's a bit, <laughs> so what I mean is, do you believe that they, they they're bad. extraterrestrial, or do you think they're, they're man-made? Well, I mean, I used to believe that they were. There were some of them were man, were uh, not extraterrestrial, but I thought it was maybe some sort of like swirling magnetic vortex well, this is what they that say. was inside the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. What, what what they say is that there are some sort of. Uh, structures, prehistoric structures, which they that, which are sort of submerged, and they create reactions in the soil, which then sometimes create these weird patterns. But they're usually not very intricate; they're like yeah. circles or, or but squares. But if you go around the one in this particular pub in where Francis is living, they have all the pictures of all the crop circles, and one can't help that no- notice that a, a lot of them are quite close to the road. And also really? quite close to yeah. pubs as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then and also some. Let's go to a crossover. <laughs> and also they use the, ropes. They use ropes apparently they, they, to do it. The, the, well, the aliens. No, the humans. <laughs> they use ropes. They they they. <laughs> There's ways to do it, apparently. You have to use, like, ropes. But there's, there yeah. are some amazing... Uh, there's actually a gallery there that you can go and look at the... They take photographs of the, So I'm quite excited, actually, you know, when... and Well, there should be an alert or something. I don't know how you find out that, where like they are. Like a crop circle alert. Yeah, the crops, the crops maybe an app says, oh, there's one here. But then I can take my drone up and take some really cool drone footage of it. But then also... Um, uh, what, was I, what was I going to say? Yeah, there is there is a lot of there is a lot of sort of symbolism which they believe is uh, keeping. But look, you're now full on country boy now. You're not coming back to London. No, no, I come to London. You know, like live wise, you're like But I, I, I basically, I just want to ride a lot more. It's really selling, uh, I, I, want to, I want to ride a lot more, and 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 uh, and I quite like um, the peace and quiet. I, yeah. I, rather than having to like go through a shitload of traffic to get to the countryside to to go riding or. Yeah. or also, it's not too far whatever. From here, I'd it? rather just be in the countryside and drive into London when I need to do this podcast. Or, 
That's so not that, far, is it, Wiltshire from London? No, it's no, an hour and a half. It is quite a nuisance, though, uh, if you get a crop circle on your land, because often they're not that good. But my <laughs> un- <laughs> uncle had <laughs> quite a, a really one of the most famous ones of that particular year, and they had um, uh, like lots of busloads of people that would come in, and he had an honesty box because it it is a bit well, it destroys the crop, dest- and with all the people traipsing through and everything like that. But um, one, and then they had an interesting cast of characters, including one man that claimed to be Billy the Kid's a reincarnation and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my uncle, this is, uh, was the, he had this silver crow scaring orb, and and one of his children hid behind and and floated it up, and everyone there. With, there was um, just incredible excitement as this ball of energy just rose from the ground. <laughs> yeah. And they were all, people couldn't believe they it. And they out. were crying and everything. And, yeah. and uh, my uncle and, and his children thought that this was really funny, but I thought it was Well, no, it's reinforced. The, yeah, it's reinforced the, yeah, the beliefs. Beliefs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think that's, you know... God, that's quite... I know. Something. I know. It's, it's, like, it's like the... Uh, the um, uh, catcher in the Rye with Claire <laughs> 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 you Should we get the um, answer to the question? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, answer yeah. to the question of the week. You know, so do you remember what you all said? Yes. I said it's invented by the same person. Okay. Uh, military. So invented for different reasons. Do you know what, Ben, you actually touched on the truth. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't, you didn't go for it. You didn't... You didn't get there. It, they, these were actually all invented by a woman. I said woman, though. I said it was a woman. No, but that wasn't your answer. You said every single possible. <laughs> yeah. No, but I said as a woman, so I remember being a woman. I said, I remember it being do- a woman. You've watched a documentary about yeah. that. Let's yeah. go back and no, check. Because, no, because it wasn't just her, <laughs> exactly her woman. That's why I was confused, because it wasn't just uh, one woman. I remember thinking, huh. Okay, right. So, so the, all listeners out there, go back. And basically, my answer was better than Rory's. That's, that's all I need to know. So, no, they were all invented by women. Hmm. So... Uh, they are, you know. Rory, how does that feel that I kind of got better than you? Well, on I, that? when Francis said that the first thing, I thought that maybe the answer was that it was uh, that you touched on the truth that maybe the answer was that they're all made of the same material. Maybe that was the answer. Maybe they were fireproof. Yeah. Oh no, bulletproof. bulletproof. Waterproof as well. Waterproof. Waterproof. Anyway, but that does sound like quite a good idea for a printer. So what are they again? There's fire escape. Okay, fire escape. Laser printer, bulletproof vest, and uh, what was the other one? I can't remember. I've, I've got it written down. Windscreen wipers. Yeah. Windscreen yeah. wipers, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, so these, these were all invented by women. Uh, I suppose maybe women... Uh, she had that short black hair. I remember what she looks like. She's got short black hair. So they probably, In her 50s. There wasn't the Not same this, there wasn't woman. She should be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the same woman. But the laser one, the one who invented the laser. So, um, and so how do you think they uh, arrived at these inventions? Oh, um, I, I apparently... And why, why do you gamma-ray. think a woman uh, arrived at these inventions first? That's I interesting. I think it was, uh, it was actually meant to be... <sighs> so let's start with the windscreen wipers. Okay. Um, uh, why? Because what? actually, probably at the time, w- women didn't drive as much, so had more time in their hands. I don't know. What? Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Oh. Uh, what, what about raising <laughs> the children? 
know. Maybe because they wanted to be and, safe or something. And then, well, it seems to all always be about safety if you think about it. Possibly the laser printer. The, the, well, the laser printer is, a, is the exception, but although lasers, uh, and, you know, can. But make, I mean, make a lot of women to... probably would have invented things that aren't <laughs> safe, though. But but I think, yeah, well, that's, that's true. Like what? <laughs> Um, I mean, do you see where you go with And this? also, like, mm. for example, you know, with horse riding, you know, it's a tremendously popular thing among women, which, yeah. you know, and it's... It's not very, very safe. Yeah. safe. What do you yeah, think about so side saddling, Roy? To just How women compartmentalise side all women into being... No, no, well, that's the thing, actually... No, non-risk, no, no, risk no, no, no but, but, st- but statistically, women are less likely to take risks than men. Uh, but but I but I don't think I, but I I mean maybe they're also they're just more what sensible. What is the risk? I mean you know because they're because they're you know biologically wired to, to protect the child. The, the they child, have to yeah. have a child themselves. They are the yeah. ones that yeah that's take a big that risk. Exactly. But also protecting the child. You know you're 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 minimising risks. Right? Rory, what's your view on the side saddle? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, well, I mean, I... Well, we've got some lovely emails from. We've got some lovely emails, and in fact, we have we have uh, you know many of our listeners. I would actually hazard to say that the majority of our listeners are women. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because and we have some exciting merchandising. And we've got some great merchandise, but but you know, Jamie and I. Obviously, uh, we've got a big female following, yeah. so yeah. it follows that they would listen to the podcast. So, uh, obviously, be careful what you say, Ben. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we've got some. Uh, we've got some. We always have to censor ourselves a bit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we've got some great emails. One from Katie. Uh, not Katie, my girlfriend. No way. We thought Although of she should definitely email in. That'd be great. She did email in once. Really? Yeah. She emailed in about when we were talking about how I sometimes make her pack yeah. for me or like always do, make her do pack my me. ironing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but yes. No, this is a different Katie called Katie Glennie. Dear Hi, Katie. Jamie, Francis, Tom, Rory, and Ben. Hello. Uh, she didn't actually say Rory and Ben, but I added that because yeah, right. you guys are here. Uh, and Jamie is not here. So just wanted to say that your podcast is literally the best thing I've ever listened to. Sure. <laughs> she hasn't listened to much, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what did you say after this one, though? Would she think the same thing? Though? It's better than the birds singing in the morning, presumably. Oh, oh, um, nice. but, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying yeah. better than anything. Yeah. Better than a horse galloping across the Pusey Vale. Um, uh, I imagine or Mongolia is that's what she's galloping maybe... through Mongolia why would <laughs> Mongolians gallop they did have they, they, do, they go hunting with an eagle, eagle oh, on, uh, on Mongol uh, Mongol that's ponies uh, it is great to know that I'm not the only 29 year old with the maturity of a 4 year old <laughs> I think she's referencing yeah, yeah. Jamie <laughs> well I'm 29 <laughs> I think you but Jamie's oh Jamie's 29 yeah, as well Jamie's okay thank god yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what <laughs> um 
I listen to it on my commute to work and regularly let out involuntary fits of laughter <laughs> on the overground. <clears throat> I love, so she obviously takes the overground, so she, she must live somewhere, um, where should we take a guess? In London. In London. Yeah. Uh, actually, guess where she lives? In Wiltshire. She takes the overground, that's a hint. I'm not going to tell you until the end. I did. Uh, I love listening to your diaries and particularly enjoy Francis' inspirational words of wisdom at the end. Oh, okay, I should probably think of one, actually. I was outside Raffles one night about four years ago and Francis was also there. My friends and I began... To, I would never go to Raffles. But, well, maybe I have we been. We obviously on. had you busted, obviously. My <laughs> friends and I began talking... Oh, I was probably walking past. Oh, sure. Yeah, my Talking yes. in our loud Australian accents uh, to create a point of difference so he would chat us up. <laughs> Um, what? For, for was it a way of getting a guy yeah. to chat you up? Guys, are you Australian? Yeah, oh my night. god! I love oh Australians. Oh my god! Bloody kangaroo! Do you know what? What are the odds of an Australian being in London? Especially uh, West London. Yeah, French, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the walkabout? Uh, uh, but my friends and I began talking. Blah blah. blah uh, but he continued to ignore us. Devastating. Luckily, oh, I've thought is. of a way that you can make it up to me. I teach two, year two at primary school so seeing as it is in your neck of the woods I think you should well as we know it's not really because now I'm living in Wiltshire um, I think you should both come and pay a visit um, you could even teach one of my lessons for me I did not that's, that's a good, good idea, idea. Uh, Jamie teaching a lesson that would be quite funny you can, record, fun. it. You can record you yeah. teaching the lesson it would make my week um, presumably um, the podcast makes your week as well so Maybe we'll just leave it at that. But maybe we could actually come down and yeah. teach a lesson. Um, a Jamie can stand and watch whilst I teach something. Yeah. Um, uh, so, guess, so she, li <laughs> she actually lives in Hackney, so Tom, she's near you. Um, yeah. She says you're practically neighbours since Elephant and Castle is in East London. <laughs> um, uh, Ella... <coughs> asked at the moment I'm in the middle of G revision for my GCSEs and suddenly we're having to apply for sixth form I definitely want to do art A level but for my other two art, art options I don't know whether to go for philosophy history or maths what do you philosophy. think philosophy philosophy because you always do something you're interested in I think she'd be more interested in philosophy and maybe she's not interested in philosophy well, um, maybe she loves maths yeah Fine. you're not interested in maths <laughs> <laughs> how is um, how is uh, laser Printer to do with safety. <laughs> I don't like do that safety. <laughs> I don't think it is actually. <laughs> that was your <laughs> underlying theme, wasn't it? No, no, I didn't. I said, I said, I said a lot of, I said a lot of those. Uh, the underlying theme was the fact that they were all invented by women. You switched off the last ten minutes. Rory's literally just come out of that. Sorry about that. Rory, back to the person. Rory, what do you think? Do you think history, philosophy, or maths? What should she study? And should um, she even study art? That's the other question. Well, you know, it depends. Can one study Rory, art? You studied philosophy, didn't you? I didn't. I just oh. think it's you know, it's, you maybe she should do all three. I, I, I actually, to be honest, I would it's say do all of them because uh, philosophy, history, uh, philosophy, obviously a lot, a lot of logic involved, which maths will help you with. Yeah, history is great. You need history uh, to predict the future. Look to the past, as they exactly. say. And uh, art, I think, is a nice um, subject, but doesn't really require so much work. I did it and got 100% actually. Uh, so, France got 100%. I, by the I way, got, uh, I can, I've got, I'm, I'm in. 100% art. 100%. I got, four, I got, I got, well, I was it fourth. Was so good. It was so good. It was like, it was basically like, yeah. you know, his final piece yeah. was the Mona Lisa, yeah. but like, it's kind of slightly yeah. improved. Yeah, I don't know how you get 100% art. You know, you know. The Mona Lisa is like yeah. 99. I was, fourth, yeah. I was fourth in the country. That's yeah. so, so contradictory. So, what did the one that. 
came first, get 101. 100%. Then we were the top four. Oh, sorry, top four in the country. Yes. Then how, how are they above you? Yeah. So uh, how do you get to that? No, no, I, 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 that recorded? I, I say we were, actually, we were equally first, but I say I was right. fourth because I'm not a, you know. It was like a highly not one to brag. <laughs> conceptual piece. It <laughs> <laughs> was brilliantly realised. Well, like, piece. Yeah, finest yeah. skill. Which, yeah. gallery, which gallery can we find this in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the top four in the country. It's got to be somewhere, right? No, it's actually a gallery in the south of France. Actually, my, my uh, art teacher took. It, 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 What's the university. gallery called? Uh, it's, at, it's, it's a gallery, it's a chateau. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's, in house. It's, <laughs> it's called like, <laughs> the, the Louvre. And okay, so next email. Hello, Francis, Jamie, Tom. Alphabetical order, not favoritism. Oh, that's that's interesting. So mm. she's so. Oh. But okay, but why not favoritism? Yeah, well, it's more favoritism. <laughs> yeah, she's um, being she's <clears throat> being you know neutral. Uh, this is a belated attempt to take up your offer on having a listener on the show. Yeah, that's good. Um, we still need to do that. that. I'm, maybe this, maybe she's perfectly timed. I'm a big fan of the private parts based in Richmond and, and Elephant and Castle, so travel is no issue. Although that's actually the opposite side of London to where we are now. I, I will not charge you for my presence, so it is an offer not to be refused. Well, like, that's quite a good sound. It's quite generous. It? Yeah, I, I'm it makes me feel like person. I should be paying her. Uh, one of my f- most embarrass- embarrassing stories took place numerous Halloweens ago. Me and my boyfriend at the time were invited to a, Hallow- a Halloween party, and I chose to be so original and dressed up as a semi-sexy cat. What's uh, a semi-sexy cat? What's a semi-sexy cat? Maybe she was wearing... Um, Mid-arousal? S- yeah. Semi- I don't know. Semi... Um, <clears throat> uh, we arrived... You know... Uh, yeah, anyway... <laughs> We arrived and drinks were flowing. Halfway through the night, I kept feeling a long, shaped, and damp stabbing against my, the back of my what? legs. Maybe you should what? stop this. <laughs> I'm five one. Was Jamie there? I'm five one. No, Jamie, probably. I'm five one. So unless it was a well hung man on the floor what the who had just ejaculated and was what? hitting his private parts against my legs, on the show? I really couldn't think of what it could be. I kept looking behind me every time I felt this sensation, but each time there was no evidence of what it could, what it was. I broke the seal a while ago, so was on my fourth trip to the toilet. It was at that point I remembered I was a cat and I was wearing a fake tail. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like very naughty shoe and you pull the thing. I went to take I went to take the tail I went to take the tail off, but before I sat down to, to my dismay, my poor cat tail was damp and the realization that it could only be been damp because it was completely covered in my urine and the toilet water from the previous times I'd been to the to the loo that uh, oh god oh god, god. that's, 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 that's not that's so that. is that the same person wants to come on the show yeah I'm, yeah I think she's Kiara, unsolved I'm afraid unsolved. I'm afraid uh, oh I'm afraid that that's not that do you know what I think we should do a little bit of diary before we wrap this thing up yeah. yes okay well, we've actually got only got um, well we've actually what's the diary section is that <clears throat> Francis writes a diary he reads it out we mock his diary because it's normally incredibly boring okay uh, that's well, right. wait it's not that boring I'm looking forward to his uh, sort of my Rome diary will be next week <laughs> okay diary day, sorry. okay how long have you been keeping a diary for uh, how many weeks it's our 37th week 37th week gosh um, Monday, the 6th of November. Can I read it out? No, 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 no. He's going to make it up. You can come it. He doesn't trust you. I'll read it. It transpires that Google have been monitoring its users' Google documents, which are supposed to be private for the private use of its users. Porn, you mean? No, it's Google Docs, right? 
this was revealed when one of the employees accidentally placed parental control restrictions on Google documents, meaning some people were denied access to their own documents with an alert saying their documents had breached their terms of service. Quite interesting, isn't it? That's quite interesting. Mm. So everyone thought that Google Docs were uh, sensitive. Uh, were, were were private, but apparently not. It is quite a ma massive invasion of privacy, particularly for companies that keep sensitive information. But it does does make me wonder what might have constituted a violation of uh, their restrictions in these documents. What could what, be? What are people spreadsheeting about? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I suppose people probably compose pornographic novels on Google Documents. <laughs> I use you just Google assume that people what one yeah. word one yeah. could well it's you could yeah. <clears throat> I use Google Docs to write this diary which is obviously very worrying because some Google employees are clearly spoiling the surprise for themselves <clears throat> I suppose it is not totally surprising that Google would monitor your document monitor your documents considering their cozy relationship with the CIA then you know things well, you know about, about that, yeah. it makes me think of the joke what is the difference between the USA and a USB well one connects to all your devices and accesses your data, and the other is a standard bit of hardware storage. Oh, very oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of talking to Google, because I, I might, my, you type in my name, my company name, I'm a building company, by the way, Robocurs. What? I try, it won't show up on Google, so I'm having to pay a company that will then show my name uh, higher up on the Google things. When you Google my name, it'll be... It'll be <laughs> on the Google? Yeah, on the Google oh, search you, engine. Well, you're trying to get an ad. Yeah, apparently people in India do this thing where they make it so you so you type in a building company London, you pay like three hundred pounds a month, and your name. It's called search up. engine optimization. Yes, you don't a, need to pay an Indian to do it. You, you can actually do it yourself. Can you help yeah. with that? Can you help me help with that? Actually, yeah, uh, yeah, I can. Okay, we sorry. can talk about it afterwards. No, we talk about it on the show. <laughs> um, we've not got long, long left, so. No, um, uh, Tuesday, the seventh of November. After 20 days of, my, of veganism, my birthday arrived and it has become a downward spiral of carnivorous gluttony. That's actually... Basically, I thought, okay, it's my birthday, I've been vegan for 20 days, I'm going to take a break and um, eat uh, <clears throat> normal food. Well, actually, apparently you're not... Do you not, feel better from eating meat? No, I feel worse. I, feel, I felt so like light and nimble and healthy and energised when I wasn't drinking... Uh, uh, eating cows or drinking yeah, drinking their mi milk. Yeah, I know what you mean. <clears throat> uh, and and so um, anything to do with cows? I avoid anything with cows. Yeah. So so and actually, <laughs> does anything to do with cows? So, yeah. Milk. I have cows. I have goats. But, but actually, now, meat, the, the, that's that's the, I think also what, it's one of one of those things that's called um, uh, what um, well like sort of verbal reinforcement well, when you call when you say oh no I don't drink I don't eat meat or dairy uh, you're actually referring to meat. As something that you know, you're referring to cows as something that you would eat. Your humans consume rather than just calling them animals or cows well, and their milk rather well, than dairy, because well, it's reason, like it's like almost implying that it's it's a cons for consumption by mm -hmm. humans. Well, the reason why I believe in that is because my cousin Peregrine had cancer, and he was told he was gonna, was, was going to die or whatever. I had to have chemotherapy. He then got flown to this place, Lichtenstein, this doctor, Lichtenstein, Lichtenstein sorry, Lichtenstein, Lichtenstein whatever, <laughs> and then flew him to this. Do Doctor in Switzerland, apparently was really really good, and he managed to cure his cancer without using. Uh, so he went to Switzerland via Lichtenstein. He did some, anyway, when he was, um, anyway, when he was uh, cured and everything, the doctor said to him, "Listen, your cancer won't come back as long as you don't touch anything to do with, um, um, like, with the cows. Don't drink cow's milk. Don't have butter. Don't have cream. But have you can have game meat." 
but don't have red meat, but you can have game like road road deer or something like that. <laughs> Specifically, road deer. No, no, that's been killed by a well, car. Or something. I don't know, it's something road. But he said, just don't avoid anything. The road deer, which has been willingly slaughtered, <laughs> and he's ever since that he hasn't come back. So I thought that I took on that advice my own self. Well, I mean, I never had cancer, but <laughs> I thought I'd worst about yeah, cancer. I think if I carry on, I think that maybe that's that's a message from someone who knows what they're, not, they're talking about. It's obviously something. Well, no, do you know what? Like, I've actually spoken about this before, but there's a very good documentary called Cow-spiracy. Forks Over Knives. Yeah. No, Cowspiracy. <laughs> no, no, it's called Forks Over Knives. It's on Netflix. Check it out. So I don't have to go into it all again. But it, apparently, there's well, there are these two doctors which which did this big study across the whole of China and analysed their diets uh, of rural Chinese who mostly don't eat meat. They mm. eat a mostly plant-based diet, and there's like basically zero heart disease and zero cancer. Really? <clears throat> well, you know, like uh, cancer is consistently free-forming within the, in the body, cancer cells, <coughs> but it's our, our defense, it's our immune system that yeah. breaks it down. So if you <coughs> take out these sort of free radicals much more from your diet or, you know, especially things like burnt meat or... Yeah. And take that out, then it, it would make sense that so yeah, your immune system can, would be boosted. Yeah. And cancer, you know, there, there aren't so many things that yeah. cause cancer. Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, fish is good for you. Well, and, and okay, <laughs> uh, I intend on getting back to my vegan ways. Well, I'm not really sure I can call them ways actually, because I've only been twenty four days. 20 days. <laughs> but yeah, twenty four or something. Twenty four days. Um, but not before Katie's surprise trip away to Rome next week. Obviously, it's not a surprise because I know now. Oh. This was the week before that. Oh. Um, it would be a terrible shame to be a vegan in Italy, I, I reckon. <clears throat> I'm sure there probably are vegans, but I suspect they are probably sick of burrata and pizza by now anyway. Um, and uh, that leads me to the question of the week. Is that it? Is that yeah. your diary? No, but we've, we've, we're 30 minutes, 30... Nine minutes. So we were rambling about doctors. And stuff. I've actually got more, but uh, and also I've got next week's diary. Okay. What's the um, question? Uh, so, so uh, for uh, a word of inspiration to all of. Oh wait, oh, no, no inspiration to end the uh, podcast on. Little, I always say a little bit of inspirational, nice, yeah. um, just to keep people going. You know, maybe some days people might be having a bad week. This comes out on Friday, so it can be a nice way to cheer them up before the weekend, so they don't mm. waste it. Uh, you know, f- with any any negative thoughts festering uh, in their consciousness. Um, the secret of change is to focus all your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I like that. Also, a good friend stabs you in the front. That's a good one. Oh, that's that's the mo- the mooch. <laughs> Scaramucci. <laughs> Oscar Wilde, actually. Actually, uh, actually, Scaramucci did a very uh, interesting interview. He was interviewed by the Oxford Union. He, uh, he basically there's a big uh, post mortem of the whole uh, Trump uh, presidency. Uh, sorry, Trump. Trump campaign and his ten, eleven days in as the the communications director. Very interesting. Um, he comes across quite well. Anyway, so uh, that leaves us, and I Thank hope you. you guys have had fun with my friends uh, Rory Guinness and Ben Rupercursen. Sorry for the rambling. <clears throat> no, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's all we really do is ramble. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's part Tell of the fun. Tell us what you think about us. You know, yeah, you, you're we, great. I'd love to hear. You're, you know, you're great. Anything you want to promote before you leave? Yeah. Any? Uh, my company, building mm. company Rupercursen. Okay, uh, you can building. find me at uh, the Eyes of Rory G you, at um, Instagram. If you Google 
your Forbes magazine, Roper Curzon, you'll see an article. Or if me. you're interested in <laughs> if you're interested in buying horses, look up or clothing <laughs> horses. Look up Biddeston Stud. B i d d e s d e n Biddeston Stud, and that's on Facebook or on the there's a website <clears throat> or Instagram or anything. Okay. Good plugging. We've got some t-shirts coming out. Oh, yes. We've got some stuff to plug as well. Yeah. Um, so next week, hopefully, we'll be able to announce So we will be posting the link to buy the t-shirts, uh, privatepartspodcast.com. It's going to be you a can, very limited run of t-shirts. Yeah, it's just a limited run. You guys might be able to nab one if you're really? lucky. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You have to buy it in the ordinary <laughs> way. Um, uh, and actually, oh, I actually have something else to plug. Okay, okay. A friend of mine who owns a, a boutique talent agency for kids in London uh, has asked me to um, mention she's having an open casting call. So if you know any talented kids that want to be in, get into acting, uh, tell them to sign up on honeymanagement.co.uk. And uh, anyway, how, until how's, how's cider going just before we cider's, go? Cider's coming along nicely. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. Christmas, do you think? Uh, no, probably not before Christmas, oh, early next year. Okay. Early next year. Very exciting stuff yeah, yeah. In, in the pipeline. Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy news to come. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.